I'm a shit off then. <laughs> right. Why did you say that? That's going in. Staying in that. <laughs> <laughs>
Because you're just sort of inside all the time. I genuinely think that's one of the hardest things about, like... It's one of the best and worst things about the architecture course, I think, is that it's kind of one of those things where you have to be in the mood to do. Like, if you're not in a design mood, like, it's just... It's such a pain to do. And, like, I don't think you ever do your best work when you're not really in the mood. Because it's not... I mean, there is a lot of logic and stuff behind design, and there's obviously reason behind everything that you do. But I think to find it and to try and find the most creative ways to do it and the best ways to do it, I think you have to be in that mindset to do it. And, yeah. like, at the moment, in a very uninspiring room, in a very uninspiring house, in a very uninspiring town, it's quite hard to, like... Yeah, totally. It, yeah, well, I say uninspiring. I've literally not been out of the house in <laughs> since the start of lockdown, which maybe I should be doing more. But... Yeah, it's just quite hard to like get in that mindset. I feel with the design and concept process, it it'll just come to you one day, and that'll be it. It. I mean, think of people who have to just do constantly writing, have to focus with no music on, or anything. Yeah. Well, I'm doing my dissertation now. It's due in what ten days. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. And I have, yeah. I and the last two assignments I've done were essay based as well, so I've not done any design work since November. Yeah. I mean, I've got, I've had the same thing. I've done a lot. I've had a lot of written work, and I think this semester I've actually not got as much written work, and I've got more. Um, I've got not necessarily design based, but it's drawing based. I've got a module that's called representation. Which was, if you remember, like our first module in like first year of Hallam. Communication. That's it. Yeah, communication. It's like advanced communication, and um, it's all about how line, how you can use line drawings um, in order to portray an idea. Um, that's really interesting and really and a really exciting project. Um, at the moment, um, I don't know why, but Oxford Brooks has like a fetish for five-week design projects. So, like, if you remember Newcastle, um, when we when we designed Newcastle, we got the project in early December, and it was in for like May the sixteenth, mm. like five months, like basically six months to design it, and you had so much time, and like you could really think about it, and like uh, because they've set this is my second five week urban design project as well, so it's nothing, it's not a small task, it's a I've got a 115 hectare site, and to those of you, that's one square kilometer, and it's got to have which is one big. square kilometer big. What's like a reference point? All right, um, just said that. Uh, a reference <laughs> point. One 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 square kilometer probably covers like the whole of Sheffield city centre. It's one. Really? It's an eighty thousand. It's it's supposed to hold eighty thousand people. This this new project. What are you designing? Uh, it's a it's a master plan. It's urban design. Okay. So it's um, eight hundred people per hectare, which is like ultra high density, sort of like your Shanghai, your mm. Hong Kong levels of density. So it's it's been a, it's been tough to to get myself in the mood for it. Um, yeah. To sit down and like. Because uh, it is group work, but equally, like, we can't see each other, and group work is really sluggish at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, group work's been a nightmare. Yeah. So it sounds like we've all been uh, having the same problems, and um, that leads us on nicely to this um, this idea of... And I think what we'll do is, is we'll, we'll sort of think back to when we were at Hallam, when we weren't in 
COVID because the ways that we protect our mental health when we're at university are so different now during lockdown than how we would have done it when we were back at uni. So I think if we yeah. think about when we were at Hallam and when we were at Hallam, what did we do to help prevent ourselves from burning out and sort of slipping into that hole? Drink. Drink. I mean, more behind the actual drinking, I think it was the idea of like, like the other day I was sat down and like I couldn't, I just received like the brief and I wasn't feeling it and I was stressed out. I didn't really know what to do. And like, all I wanted to do was get up, see whoever wanted to go out and just go for a drink and just forget about uni for that evening, you know? And then I tackle it in the morning with a fresh mind. But I can't. No. Uh, And it's, yeah, the environment as well. Like, I can't get up and go anywhere, really. I mean, I can go for a walk, but... You can't get it up. Pardon? It's okay to talk about it, Oscar. It's what this podcast is called. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the beauty of being in Sheffield was that we were so close to the peaks. It was like a yeah. what, 15 minute drive, so you could, if you were stuck, you could just go for a walk in the peaks and it was, what, four hours of your day? I not once well. in all my three years at Sheffield ended up going to the peaks. I think I only went once, to be fair. I went in she- in third year. I went about eight or nine times. Jack's our little explorer, then. I think we. Yeah. Uh, I, I think like we. Um, I think actually, now I think about it, when I think about how we, we uh, sort of defended this idea of 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 having a positive mental health when we were at Sheffield, um, we were lucky to the extent that our course allows you to do it almost accidentally. Um, in the sense that you all go and work in the studios, and inherently by going to a set the same space where all your sort of course mates are you then socialize which we we understand is very good for your health and well-being you then socialize a bit more and you work together and you learn from each other and and you do all these things on an architecture degree that other courses don't have so you maybe don't have to you maybe don't have to consider your mental health as much because you do this kind of accidental nurturing of your health and well-being yeah, I'd also say that having close uh, relationship with your course mates is a lot different to your housemates because your course mates know that you haven't got time to be doing other things that they might have the time for, whereas your housemates will always be questioning why you're always in uni, why you're in uni for so long, how come you don't go out with them as much as you go out with your other mates. And I think it's just because they know the actual balance of work that you have. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's nice, like, everyone kind of, <laughs> everyone suffers together in studio. And, like, we all, we all I get, like in, seeing... get together in a huddle and just cry for six hours. <laughs> <laughs> like it's my favourite part of, of the week, <laughs> But I mean, like, look, I love seeing my mates and stuff succeed, and I love seeing people doing well. But it's nice knowing that you're not the only one who's you're not the only one who's suffering. You're not the only one who's stressing, and you're not the only one who gets it. You know, and that's important. Like, and it was nice in studio because you could see that. Yeah, exactly. Like you could see it around. Like you could feel it, and everyone as well. Like I don't know if it was just, I don't know if it was our uni or because obviously, I mean, it's we've only got experience on that one. But like, it was a very supportive mm. uh, environment, and everyone was like, uh, I don't know if if, if someone was in struggling like there'd be four or five people willing to help them out and if not 
I know that me and Jack had a a wonderful dynamic where we just shout at each other <laughs> and <laughs> blow off some steam arguing. But it was all love, you know. You need it every now and then. Uh, and well, I think that one of the things you did come to blows <laughs> think... very closely once. I when, oh um, my god! Jack popped the crisp packet behind your head. <laughs> so I don't remember. Jack, Jack snuck up on a very, very distressed Oscar, and decided that his best joke would be to pop a packet of crisps, like an empty one, and fill it full of air, and like you know, slam it between your hands. <laughs> and Jack, Jack found it hilarious. Oscar found it less funny. <laughs> I don't do well with being scared. Like being when someone scared honestly, someone scaring me annoys me more than anything else. Like that irritates me so much. I think um I think we've all we've all had our snap in moments. Um in in the studio and that that's that's normal. But like as we say, this this idea of having this like I think it is I don't think um I'd confidently say that this is something that's unique to architecture. This this sort of having a space where everyone is um and may- maybe art students have it as well and graphic designer students but we have these spaces that are full of like-minded people doing the same course as you which is really beneficial yeah like i know that a lot of other a lot of the other uh subjects or i don't know what to call them at uni courses other courses like they obviously have a lot of their lectures because they choose their modules so they have a lot of their lectures mixed in it's hard to like get obviously the same people and stuff so yeah and i think one of the things obviously now that we're lacking is that as they say camaraderie Mm. like friendship the only ship that doesn't sink well until they pop a crisp packet behind your head (laughs) but like this is like here like i've spoken to a lot of people on the course and like we have meetings and we have team meetings and we have breakout rooms i don't know anyone no like i don't know them I've never met them in real life. Like, we talk and we get along, but we don't. We don't know each other. There isn't that like friendship, I guess. Still, at the moment, there. I agree with you. Like, there's. I've like I, I go into breakout rooms, um, and I'll talk about that in a second because I have a, I have a real pet peeve about breakout rooms. But like, and I've I, in theory, like I've probably met more people because there's a hundred people who do a master's in architecture at, at Oxford Brooks. Like, there's a lot of people, but. I've probably met more people, but I feel like I know less. Like, there's only really... Yeah. Um, and I know she listens, so shout out Lowry. There's only one person who I go to uni with who, who on my course, you would have considered a friend, and that would be that would be um, Lowry, because she, she was on my first project, and she could go into uni. And we could still go into uni, so it would be me and Lowry doing exercises in uni. Um, but that's like one. And I've been there for, what, we started in september now now nine over half, half a year yeah, half a year yeah um in other news um everyone listen if you go into breakout rooms don't mute yourself and turn your camera on don't stay silent can you explain what a breakout room is uh so really oh. have you not done this no we don't have breakout rooms you lucky lucky man <laughs> imagine Right, no, no. Imagine being thrown into a room with four of the people that you've never met before. Sounds good. Right? And you're asked to talk... You're not allowed to s*** any of them. Sounds shit. Right. You... <laughs> We're cutting that out. <laughs> uh... 
Right, so you've got four people who've never met each other thrown into a room and locked in there, right? Then, under the door, they slide in a reading that no one's actually read. Yeah. Okay, and then you've got one of the lecturers peering through that door, staring at every single word you all say, and you've somehow got to socialise and get to know these people and talk about something. Like, it's just such a forced form of socialising. And, like, every Friday we have... Every Friday we have um, uh, a lecture and like in it we've like for the last three weeks we've gone into breakout rooms and we've been given a reading and like they're like 20 page readings like I skim through them but I don't I don't really like read them that thoroughly and we get given questions on them and stuff and like we're put into these breakout rooms with the year below and then we're asked to talk about the reading and like in some of the breakout rooms there's also a lecturer who's just like obviously monitoring you all and it's like this is the only time we have to socialize like i understand what you're doing i understand that you want us to talk about the reading but like let us talk about the project Mm. because they said that the 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 third years are doing the same site as us and they've been doing it for two months longer than us so that's the only time we get to talk to them about the project and it's like we're being forced to talk about something else which yes i guess adds to the project but if we don't have the fundamentals of the project in the first place, there's no point in adding to it. So, so is it a bit like one of those play pointless icebreaker like well, projects you get at the very it, beginning of uni? It, it would it would be like if you you know how we used to do workshops at Hallam, and then they'd put you in a random group for a workshop. It's like that, only it's on Zoom. So they oh. do it slightly differently at Brooks. I don't. We haven't done readings like and Oscar has. Um, but but like at least in a workshop you get like a fair amount of time together. Yeah. Like, this is literally like <clears throat> half an hour. Half an, yeah. Or, you or... spend twenty minutes icebreaking, and then yeah. you've got ten minutes to like try and claw something that, together. That's like... what I mean, man. Like so, we, I did one on uh, on Friday, and in all honesty, like I dread them because I'm. You guys know that I, I talk a lot. So, so like, so like th- I hadn't noticed to be honest. <laughs> as soon as I get into a breakout room, the first thing I think to do is just speak, because like as soon as you speak, yeah. you're you're now done, and like you're it's it's like you're literally in in some ways you're literally passing the microphone, and if you ask a question, then they've got to answer. Please don't just sit there, everyone. Please don't sit there and say nothing. I was in a breakout room on Friday, and there were six of us in it, and only two people, including myself, so one other person said anything. And the others just stayed with their cameras off and their microphones <laughs> muted. And me and this guy managed to get the task done really well. And he was a top lad. I added him on Facebook straight away after because he's a legend. But it was it was just such a faff. And we spent, as Oscar said, like we spent five minutes going. Does anyone else want to have like input? Silence. Like they were all just there trying to figure out how to kick Mitch from the chat. <laughs> it was seen that there was a bug. Has your uni not tried to do anything like that, Jack? Have they tried to get people to socialise and stuff? Or have they not attempted? They haven't attempted. When no it first, when we first came into uni, we were allowed in. But we were yeah, only same. allowed in in bubbles. So there's only three or four people I've met in that uni. I knew people previously who went. But yeah. apart from that, I've not been able to meet anyone on the course or any tutorial groups are usually they're just the same people just with a different tutor so and like so- social interaction is so important to looking after yourself isn't it like it's so vital that you don't isolate yourself as a student and that you speak to people 
regularly and not just like your normal like your housemates or whatnot it's, it's you need to be talking to like i swear i read a, yeah. when i was doing a research project i swear i read that they recommend you talk to at, like, at least 10 different people a day like yeah it's it's so good for you to to interact with different people and sadly at the moment that's not possible and i think uh that is one of the reasons that that we're maybe suffering a little bit is because we haven't got this ultra high level of interaction that as architects we're used to and it is worth saying like i think i was complaining about the breakout rooms and the way things are being dealt with isn't us bashing the unis or bashing the tutors like everyone's no. just trying to adapt They're, and like yeah. trying to figure out what's right and like it's easy to say everything in hindsight and i'm sure it's quite hard planning stuff yeah but you know hopefully it's just something that we find better ways of doing and it's just it's a big part like socializing in that studio element of architecture and it's just it's hard to get it online mm, definitely but how have you guys been trying to to solve that on your own um so so we're still allowed in to uni shockingly like the library is still open um mm. and so we can sort of we can sort of go in and you have to socially distance like you have to sit sort of two meters they've they've put little stickers on all the tables to say where you can sit and where you can't sit uh, which is like it's madness isn't it like <laughs> I, I it's obviously they need to do it and i know they need to do it but like when I, when I walk into my It's just the I, thought of stickers. When exactly. I think of stickers, I think of like Peppa Pig yeah, and yeah, stuff like, like that. Like either with a thumbs up or like a frown. I, it's just like a look at the table and it's got like four seats on it and like two of them have got an X on it and two of them have got a thing <laughs> on it. It's like, what has my life become? <laughs> where, where I decide where I sit by some stickers. Um, and to be yeah. honest, that's really nice. Um, and like, so um, I've, got, I've got a friend who I... I live within halls and we sort of will go to the uni and just sit and and work together uh, well not work together work near each other <laughs> um and i think that's really beneficial like we touched on it on the first episode that change of scenery i think is so important for me um yeah and then that new space and like it's such a lovely space like oxford brooks has by far probably got one of the best like most well-equipped campuses i've ever seen like it's, it's so incredible oh wow um and like, I want to use that space like every day. Um, mm. It's just a shame that at the moment I can only use it at sort of a limited capacity. But um, definitely, I'd say being able to transition to a different space to work in is is something I, I do to try and help myself stay <laughs> sane. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Jack? How have you been trying to like get that studio atmosphere at home? I haven't. I've just tried to adapt as best as I can, and yeah, just I've got. A few weights, and that's literally the only type of exercise or downtime that I give myself. Besides, I give myself, I think, about two hours in the night, and just because I'm so close to deadlines, and then an hour and a half to exercise and take a break and walk around. But mm. I'm getting a really bad posture just from the way I've been sat, and it just me, stretches me, now. Me. You need to get yourself a little foam roller. I've got, I've got one. one, and like, oh mate, I use it to crack my back like every night. It's so satisfying. That's weird. Because I, I roll my back on it, and my back like cracks on it. <laughs> Is that not healthy? Um, well, um, <laughs> I'm not gonna be the one to comment on that. 
<laughs> what about you, Moshke? So I've got a. Luckily, one of the lads in my group is Chris from Sheffield Hallam. So, like, oh, he's okay. one of the lads I already know. Oh. I've I really got lucky. I really got lucky with my groups. Like, my partner in first semester was a guy that um, I'd known before uni. And then uh, in this group, obviously, I've got Chris, which is quite nice. And uh, Tim, who's another one from Sheffield Hallam. So, got two lads. Me and Chris. Me, me and Chris uh, pretty much Zoom every, almost every day. And, like, I mean, we don't get as much work done when we Zoom as we should, but I don't think it matters. Like, the thing is, I think at some point you've got you've to put your mental health over the actual work getting done. And, like, I know I'm not maybe being as efficient and I'm maybe not producing the same quality as work when I'm on Zoom to him, but at least... At least I'm not like sat at home like suffering. Do you know what I mean? Like I think Zoom's the main, the best way to go with it, though. Yeah. Pardon? Just staying, just being able to. T- you just need to be able to talk to somebody. Yeah, and I think at some point you've got to be able to just put your health over the work that's getting done. End of the day, it is important, but I mean, the difference yeah. between a few percentages and like it's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. Think. If you if. If you're like, talking about burning yourself through the ground, like, come on, BA. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I, I think Jack, you're working yourself a bit too hard, mate. Having one hour at the start of the day and two hours just before the evening is too much. Oh, Oscar, we've we've jumped him here, Jack. This is an intervention. <laughs> to be honest, it can be. No. If I was, do, if I, I was I think it positive is. with my dissertation, I'd be fine. But yeah. since Wednesday, we've had another assignment thrown on us, which is due the Monday after the dissertations due which is at the friday so i don't like all these small projects i'm not a, I'm not the, a big fan small deadlines only... i don't mind the projects yeah it's quite stressful isn't it, it i is. mean i guess on the one side i guess it's them trying to make sure that everyone's staying on track but like i think sometimes it can be a bit much now speaking about this today like it's annoying that like i don't think architecture is one of those subjects where like markers and stuff are allowed to be more lenient because we're literally designing buildings and stuff like we have to reach a certain standard so like and i don't think that we can i mean i guess they've been a bit more lenient on like model making and stuff like that i know that for us they've do said it, don't really right. yeah don't bother with physical models well that's but, different to us because yeah. we've got the option to send ours over to the technicians and have them 3d printed for us then we can go and collect the pieces and put it together that's pretty good, you know. That is nifty, but then I guess if you if you're just three three D printing it, sometimes it does just become making a physical model for physical model's sake. Yeah, that's well, true. Like as much as as much as three D printing can be used, like to, oh, it can do some amazing things. Like it's so good. So sometimes some I guess sometimes the point of a model is to produce another piece of art. Um, and mm. if the 3D printer can sometimes get rid of that. I don't know what you guys think, but I feel like uh, 3D printing to me, in some ways, I'm not saying in all ways, 3D printing to me is a bit like hitting Revit, uh, hitting render on Revit. Oh, sounds like we've got another podcast topic. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would, oh, yeah, model making would be a good topic. Um, save it. Save it, Mitch. Save don't that. say another word. I won't say another word. We'll leave you on a cliffhanger, boys and girls. No comments. <laughs> no comments. 
but yeah, so it's it's, it's been tough, hasn't it? And I think lock uh, will if we move like lockdown in general, man. Like this one has been this one's been a bit hectic. The worst. Um, I think it's been the worst. Yeah, because like the second one back in November, like it was a month. It was only a month, and we knew it was only a month. So like your mindset was prepared. Uh, and even the first. Do you remember one, the start when they said that we'd only be in this for two weeks? I remember that, that. was pretty funny. Yeah, that and, was um, that was a good joke. Yeah, and even in like um, even in the uh, the first one, uh, at least in the first lockdown, it was summer. So like you could chill outside, and if you went for a walk, you could go for a walk, and it was hot and it was nice, and like. You have barbecues with your family and whatnot. Yeah, it's still snowing outside. It's I know. Soft. Yeah, it's mainly just ice. It's the horrible uh, in between of snow, oh, and, like slush and sleet. Yeah. Slush. Yeah. But it's also have you been getting outside much, where Jack? it's icy. Not at the minute, no. Yeah. I mean, I can't leave me drive without doing handbrake turns everywhere unintentionally. <laughs> so. Do that anyway, don't you? Oh my god. Last time when it was icy and it was snowing, I was still in work in the last lockdown. I was in a rush. Yeah. Got out my drive. Uh, got out my house and went to go on my driving because my drive's on a slope. Slipped and slid right down the drive because <laughs> of the ice, right onto the road. Are you sure you weren't also in an episode of the Two Ronnies at this time? Or maybe no, the funny enough, show? the Benny Hill theme tune came on what? in the background. What? <laughs> That's such a niche. Little like reference, the two Ronnies. That's so old. Yeah, the second reference. It was even more niche. No, what did you say? The fast show. My dad. My dad references that. Yeah, talking about going outside and not talking about my um my bizarre pull up routine. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, you need to get outside. And like as I said, like getting outside and doing like some proper sport. Like walking's great and all, but I'm sorry. If you're into walking, which I am, but like in the hills and stuff, but. Walking's great, but for a lot of people, exercise is more than that. And like go, going and playing football with a couple of mates was really like it was just invaluable for me, and it made me feel so much better. Like when I got home. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's different this time of year when it's colder, it's icier. You've got more of a it's more of a hazard. Yeah, I went on my bike for like the first time in months, and I was wheezing. Mm. I was absolutely dead. My cardio has gone as plummeted. Yeah, I can imagine mine. I'm too scared. To- See what mine's like. <laughs> if I don't check, it doesn't count. Exactly. <laughs> I can still pretend that I'm still as fit as I was at the start of this. <laughs> yeah. Like I know we've all like kind of touched on that it's quite hard to get like the creative juices flowing, and like we're all feeling quite down. So like, Jeez. I mean, how are you getting? How are you getting the work done? Like, what are you doing to just get it done? I've actually had to pour it. Um... There's a mode on my phone called focus mode, and it only allows me to use certain apps for a certain amount of time in the day, and it won't let me oh, access yeah. it for the rest of the day. And also, uh, with focus mode, it shuts off everything that I tend to use frequently to distract myself, so I've got no choice <laughs> but to do it. I think that's a really tough question, to be fair. Like, sadly, like the the run of the the run of the mill is setting up my desk for hours and just yeah burning through it like I, I tell you what mate i had the worst thursday for work last week i sat down yeah. to start work at 9am 
and at four o'clock which is when i sort of stop working to take like an evening two hour three hour break to like eat and just chill yeah i had no pages of work to show for it yeah like and the plan i was trying to make didn't look good and i couldn't think of how to present it on a layout and that took time like the software wasn't playing ball uh yeah and and days like that happen where like where uh where you roll the dice as you can roll the dice a hundred times and it always comes up one like it was just it was just a tough day and i think actually what what i did was in order to sort of get through it was what i finished my break and then i took 15 minutes and i just wrote down some really simple tasks that i knew needed to be done Mm. Um, just just to have that that kick, you know, when you cross something off your to do list. So I just yeah, wrote yeah. down like eight tasks, really simple. It was like uh, set out this set this layout, boom, fifteen minutes done, tick it off. Like set do this, like quickly tick it off, like and like hit those small increments. And actually, by the by the by the time I finished working, I'd, I'd finished all the work I wanted to do. That's um, well, uh, do you think maybe it's because because everyone gets days like that where they're not producing as much work as they should but do you think it's because we're stuck in and we're in lockdown it just exaggerates things even more and makes you angrier about it yeah because you're not getting more things done than you usually would but yeah that's probably the best way to do write a list and break it down we said it loads of times cut it into like the smallest increments not Mm. really small not like sit at your desk open word but like the the smallest tick this off like and if you obviously there's always there's always little <laughs> yeah tick off this to do uh, there's always um there's little things in in any course that you don't want to do but they need to be done and they only take 10 minutes and sometimes yeah. if you're feeling a bit sluggish and a bit like lethargic that's the time to maybe hit these small goals yeah, yeah. i i saw a thing that was like uh if you're struggling to get work done just say that you're gonna do like say that you're going to do work for 10 minutes and like just literally just or like five minutes and just do five minutes of work because they were like you'll find that after five minutes once you've done that five minutes a lot of the time you'll just keep going and then if you don't you know you've got 10 15 5 10 minutes of work done so it's like it's just a nice way of just getting yourself to start doing work because that's why i find the hardest thing to do it's like actually starting yeah, like yeah, I've agree. got this, I've 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 got this habit where like I'll kind of, I'll be like half working, half chilling, not really focusing on my work, and then because I'm not really working, I'm not getting a lot of stuff done, and because I'm not really chilling, I'm still feeling quite tired and quite stressed, and it's like this half baked thing which doesn't really help me at all. So like I've started if I've I've started doing where like. If I am feeling like that, I'll just take a break, like a proper break for like 10, 15 minutes just to reset myself. Because I feel like if you're doing like, if you're feeling like that and it's like, you feel like you have to work. Otherwise, it's like you've wasted all that time, but it's hard to get out of it. So just take a proper break for 10, 15 minutes, go downstairs, make yourself something to eat. Um, I've got some, I've literally, like, I'm so glad I got this computer. Like, I've just got some online games, which I can just play like a quick 10, 15 minute match on. Awesome. That's a favourite. Never, <laughs> never completed it. Shut no your idea. mouth, bitch. <laughs> you brought it up a lot. <laughs> right, I'm leaving. 
<laughs> and seeing Oscar in that um, prison jumpsuit is really fucking turning me on. Actually, I'm feeling myself with my long hair now. I'm starting to grow into it. Just don't it. stick your fingers in a plug. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think know. this has brought more of a lack of motivation for you or a lack of self-discipline? I think it's Both. a combo. Do you know? Yeah. I think it's yeah. a big com combination. Like, uh, I think the two are too intertwined to to be able to say either or. Yeah. Like, because I think uh, I don't like like I think calling people. Like, I think it's easy to turn around and say that someone's not disciplined, or someone's not self-disciplined, or someone's lazy in times like this. And like, this is what annoys me sometimes of like these internet business personalities who are like all you need to do is this you just need to do this just get up like it's not easy man and like no it sets it's easy precedence. when you've got lots of money and you've flown yourself out to dubai <laughs> but like it's like it's okay to like not be like that and it's okay to have your like lazy months especially like times like this like just surviving and making sure you get i'm literally at the moment i'm just on survival mode like i just want to mm -hmm. get through this like and that's how I feel with the gym. That's how I feel my work. Like, it's just, I just need to get through it because, like, I can't, like, you know, I don't I don't want to get worse and I don't want to uh, start losing the quality of my work and start, like, I don't know, stopping exercising and stuff. But, like, I always have no motivation to do it. Even with exercise, like, I'm really struggling to, like, find motivation to do that. Sure. So, at the moment, like, I really am just on survival mode. Running and, on fumes. You know, that's, that's, yeah, and that's, that's all right. Like, it's... It's easy to beat yourself up about and be like, "Oh, I'm not self-disciplined. I'm not this. I'm not that." But like, but everyone's you know like that yourself, at the moment, and... aren't they? Like, exactly. Like, it's just it's it's normal, man. It's nothing. Yeah, it's it... it's nothing to feel bad about. Like, it just it's 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 that time, and you know, it we're be... students, and it's stressful, and we can't go out. We can't do the thing we no. enjoy doing, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> so, it would be I silly. Think we've just got to get through it. Yeah, it would be silly to pretend that like. It'd be silly to feel like you're the only one who's like, oh, like, and obviously. But I think it's easy to feel that way. Like, yeah. and it's, so I know I'm jumping in, but like, it's it's, it's right. easy to feel that way. It's it's easy to like look at other people and be like, oh well, they're clearly just getting their work done, so it must be something wrong with me. But yeah. like, you don't. But even then, they're probably like going through. They've probably just gone through the same thing, but last week, instead of this yeah. week. Yeah, exactly. Um, me and Chris. Me and Chris are literally like, one day I'll be stressing and complaining to him, and then the next day he'll be stressing and complaining to me, and like we'll have this like on-off thing, and it's just. It's At the end of the day, though, you're gonna get a lot more down days now than you would previously. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. you, or you do have to remember that everybody's in the same boat, and they'll be feeling the exact same. So it's just yeah. best not to just think it's you. And yeah. Yeah, it's cheesy, isn't it? It's cliche. It is. It's cliche it that is. you are you are not alone. <laughs> like that is <laughs> is that whole vibe that we're we're sort of we're not chat we're not sat here preaching it, but it is that and like yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be crap and some days it won't be crap. But the point is is that you gotta take each day and uh hopefully fingers crossed, uh it eighth of March is allegedly when we're gonna start seeing uh, more openings. Um, I think hopefully yeah. that somewhere. but yeah also, so the sooner, speaking about sooner the, uh, the lack of support for students yes. 
in terms of with the government, with unis, they're still we're still paying full price for this, and we, we can hardly even go into uni. And plus, people mm. like you, Mitch, you are living or renting, you've still got to pay full rent, even though for parts of the time you've not been allowed to live there. Yeah, and it's just ridiculous. But at That's the same very time, Jack. yeah. Well, I was gonna go off political. I was just gonna say at the same time, you're not in the same. You're in the, uh, there's other people in the same boat as you. So I'd never feel yeah. like you're on your own. Yeah. Uh, okay. So great. Uh, I think we're gonna wrap it up there. I think uh, sadly it's been a little bit of a downer, but like, I guess we tried to be. I don't think so. As, I actually no, feel I think quite we've been positive. And um, if any of you are yeah. struggling and like you do need to chat to someone, like the page is there for a reason. Like you can ping us a message, or and I know lot lots of you might like know our individual accounts. So if you do want to get in contact and just have a chat, then feel free to. So yeah, that's been. Uh, this has been uh, episode eight of student surviving architecture and um please keep uh listening to us we're so grateful for everyone who's listening and it's amazing and uh our first episode is getting dangerously close dangerously close to having a hundred listens on it so um so please uh just try yeah, and, and spread it to uh, any architect and architecture mates you have i know that um we are we yeah all students like I, we're begs but you know we want people to listen so right fantastic so it's bye from me and me. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. I actually quite like that ending.